Uh, Wait, are we rolling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. It's it's nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, um, it sure is. Nine thirty is, I believe, the time that we said we were going to meet for this podcast. This is becoming a trend. This yeah. Be- now Rob right? was pretty adamant about the nine thirty. By the way, I've been here since eight thirty. You know. Okay. I, Why'd you do that? Well, I dropped my kid off at school. Mm-hmm. And that was that whole thing was done by eight fifteen, and, and it's then you here. Just flew here, and I was, you know, I'm here. It's a he goes to school not so far from this office. So, oh boy. yeah. So I figured I'd come in, get a little work done, and sure, and uh, get some coffee in you. Get some coffee in me. Yeah. yeah. Is this? Are you on your first or your second cup? Of oh coffee? God, no, no. I've had a thermos for coffee, oh, and then God, I was like, Jesus, I'm gonna get some I more coffee. In me. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that anymore, man. I've cut way back on my coffee. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Rob's late. Now, before uh, before we started no, rolling no, no, on this. No, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Here we come. It's 9.30. Look at your clock. 9.31. 9.31. 9.31. 9.31. And guess what? I was here and nobody told me that the garage, uh, I have to go to the lower garage, not the upper garage. Oh, so it was a garage error. Well, it was a garage <laughs> error. I was on time. <laughs> well, no, see, okay. on time is uh, when you don't know which garage it is. You get there a little bit early. So yeah. just no, no, in case there's a garage To make was. sure that you have time to make the mistake you of going to the wrong garage. You knew which garage it was and I, you I still did. made a garage I, error. I, I was told it was the upper garage. And it wasn't. Oh, you were told it was you the upper garage. You were lied to oh, about yes. the garage place. So there's an upper garage, there's a lower garage. Right, who are they we have yelling us in at? the basement. Who are we yelling <laughs> who at? Are it's we... already been done. The gang goes, the gang goes jihad? The gang goes jihad. We went jihad about 15 years ago. Oof. Yeah, I sure did. Okay, uh, you know, one of the things I noticed in the episode as I was watching is I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. George Bush was the president. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, yes, yes. Yes, we talk about that. Yes, do we do? We've yeah. been through three. Pre- we, four. four presidents. Yeah, four presidents. Oh, my God. That's too. We've been on for too long, guys. We got to stop. I, what do we do? I about? saw an we, We've been through five presidential terms. Yes. Because yeah. Barack Obama, of course, mm-hmm. was elected twice. Two so terms. It, so theoretically, it could have been, been five presidents. Well, we did. We start. So we started. Right. We started during Bush's second term. Yes. Right. right. And then Obama won twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've been on a long time. I <laughs> sure did. I love this episode. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it held I, up. I do too. I think it holds I, I, up. I think it was pretty funny. Pretty it's great. Right. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah. No, it's great. There's a lot of yelling. Is there a lot of ye- yeah, yeah? There is a lot of yelling yeah. in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember hearing a lot of people say like, "Wow, that show's just a, just people yelling at each other," and they're right. Yeah, they're right. I, I mean, think we were right. We, we were yelling funny things at each other at this, in this one. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the people who like our show like how we yell at each other. It's it's uh, it's fun. I guess. I, I was know. thinking about that bit where we where we come out of the back door and he's put a fence up. The uh, Josh Stam- oh, so Josh much Stamberg yelling in that. who played that, but it's hilarious. But um, and I was trying to remember because mm-hmm. I can't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Now, had we had we scripted that we freak out, or did we just? 
in the thing we're like oh there's a fence and that's yes. the joke yeah, i don't think we scripted that we that we freaked out to the degree that we were freaking out well we, yeah i, think I we mean were... obviously we push it but like yeah but um, we're always gonna push but I'm like that's such a great bit that we we go out there and there's a fence but then beyond that we, we panic we panic yeah we just say yeah we feel claustrophobic and we I, panic. I would like to go back to the script because i think that the joke was just that we walk out we see that there's a fence yes. blocking us in and that's the end of the scene I think yeah probably right. yes I would, I would there was think. a fence and we were like he put up a fence he yeah. put up a fence and it, yeah we're, like, and we're, down, we're downtown. We went through all this work. We put the fence up. Let's do something with let's it. Yell. Let's yell. Let's yell scream. about it. I mean, let's scream and yell about it. Yeah. Well, I will say it is. It is. It was one of our things from the very beginning of the show that we thought could set us apart from other shows was that it was never my line, your line, your line, my line, my line, your line, my line, your line. It was always like my line. Oh, you want to talk? And then if you because like the thing is, is like in a real conversation, the second you have the thing that you want to say, there's a very good chance you're going to cut me off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you, you just did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to you got to jump in. You got to get in there. Yeah, yeah. We're always talking about as actors. Like sometimes we talk over each other, each other too much, and you're like, I have a funny line. I'd really like to get it out. I'm, I'm looking for a space to get it in, and I can't get it in because everyone's talking over each you other. You know, there's the, another thing I noticed that we did in that episode, which I, we've talked about that we did in in the bar where we had music playing in the bar. When you go into my apartment with Frank and I, and we're cooking up the the grilled Charlie or whatever it is. Yeah. We have just like a cartoon playing in the background. You <laughs> yes. don't see it. And I like that. It, yeah. it like creates some atmosphere. I think it's something we, well, we stopped just, doing. Yeah, it was like, it, we, we, we like the idea of saying that this 30-year-old man, Charlie Kelly, uh, is constantly watching cartoons in his apartment like a little child. That scene is so funny. It is it's funny. so funny. It is really so funny. funny. It's the, the idea of a grilled Charlie. It just suggests like history that uh. you have like a sandwich that you make. It's a ridiculous yeah. thing. The way you're dressed is funny. Mm -hmm. And... Anne Archer is so amazing. Yeah, in that she's, scene. Very, she's you know, very funny in that scene. It's so funny. I, you know, I think we've mentioned too where we just absorbed each other's mannerisms and stuff. I do something in that where I have my hands kind of back on my hips. Yes. And, and I was like, oh, that's the posture that you do. That's a Rob thing. When yeah. you're hitting on the woman at the funeral uh, in season five, which I always love. I love you do yeah. that. I was like, oh, that's the I thing. probably stole it from No, 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 no. Rob, you did it in the home movie. In the home oh, movie, I, yeah, yeah, that's yes. been a thing. That's been a thing of yours for a very long time. The hands yeah. on the hips and like thrusting, like in a very awkward sort of stance, <laughs> what is, like an awkward power stance. Yeah, oh yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very brown move. Drifting off you guys, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Well, um, osmosis. So funny. I thought that episode was. I thought that 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 scene in particular was so funny. I thought Ann Archer was amazing. I thought the slap across your face was great. Yeah, yeah that was great. was great. I remember we were trying to get her to actually do it. Yeah. Oh, to actually slap you and she she wasn't comfortable with that? I can't remember. I, I don't remember that. She did get me once. Yeah, but I don't think that's the one we used. No, that's not the one we Maybe used. it just wasn't the best take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, something else uh, that's interesting about season two was, and I don't remember, I mean, when we were writing season two, somewhere along the way, we decided to serialize the show. Not that we were necessarily committing to it being a serialized show every year, but uh, we, you know, the, there's a there's a continuity. Yeah, that that there. episode ends sort of open ended, mm -hmm. uh, which is something that we didn't really do again until this year. We did like little bits of it here and there, but uh, yeah. Well, I think we were what well, we were trying to explain Frank oh, becoming yes. a part of the gang. Oh, that's why we did it. Yeah, that's why we did it. We wanted to slowly integrate him into the gang, and so things, buying the bar. Yeah. And, oh, right. how about this? Do you remember? Do you remember? 
us having a conversation, the three of us, as we were writing the episode. And because we would call the the episodes, the gang finds a dead guy or the gang does this, the gang does that. And then if you recall from the, the conversation that the characters are having in the cold open, we're referring to ourselves as the gang. And then I remember oh, writing yeah. it and us going, wait, should we as the characters know that we're the gang or mm-hmm. should it just be a show thing? So we actually write that, we wrote that in to the scene where you're saying you're not a part of the gang. Yeah. And then Frank is saying, let let your sister become a part of the gang. And Charlie and I are going, what are you what talking gang? about? What, what gang, gang are you talking about? Yeah, it's like in my head. It's so that like, was like a, yeah. a compromise, I think, that we, that we made. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that we made. And it's very fun. I, I prefer it. I like, it's a good bit. Yeah. It is a good bet, but it's it's an example of us very early on getting just a little bit meta. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think I think we always had that tendency. Um, and then what else about this episode? <laughs> I, well, I, I thought the story came together really well. Yeah, I like that. I, it looked and it seemed like it was a big effect that we did at the very end. Oh, right, the, the well, explosion. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Wasn't, we're though. seeing it. No, it wasn't. Well, it, and like you see, so somebody like lobbing debris at us. Yeah, that's right? a little. Yes, <laughs> but, but the we, reverse shot of that. Yeah, some serious flame bars on that building. Yeah, which yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, nowadays we would do that all CG because it's safer, I guess, and cheaper. That was real fire. <clears throat> yeah, that was yeah, real yeah, fire. No, uh, we wouldn't do CG fire. We did real fire this year. Yeah, well, like we? one little flame bar, but then we'll you enhance ex- that. Yeah, you enhance CG. it in post. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you double it, triple it in post or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know if people know what flame bars are. Like, So in that scene, when you see the building on fire. <laughs> uh, flame bar. There you go. Yeah, you get it's it. Just, it's right. a bar fine, of flames. Fine. We won't talk about it. <laughs> now, guys. This is the first episode where the name of the episode comes first. We didn't do that before. Before it was, it's always sunny in Philadelphia would come up right after the cold open. And then we would do the title after that. Now, whose idea was it to start putting the title of the show first? Do you guys remember? I don't. No. Sure don't. Yeah. It makes sense, though, because we would often it, we would often do some very, very on the nose uh, ending to a cold open and then boom. The punchline to the joke would be the title of the episode. So it made sense to do that next. But you guys don't remember whose idea that was or how that came about? No. I just remember trying a bunch of of different things (laughs) in editing. Uh, I do know know that this is probably one of the first or earliest times where we started setting up the the fact that the characters are somewhat cartoonish insofar as (laughs) they could get hit. I remember having long conversations about this. The previous episode, we got hit by a car, right? Or yeah. a couple of the characters got like mowed down by a car. Sure. And then we're like, what are we going to have them in casts for like how how long uh, from that episode is the next episode taking place? Is mm-hmm. it a day? Is it a week? Is it a month? We got to a point where it didn't matter anymore. But now, but in this episode, we had to establish Frank as being yeah. a part of the bar. So, so we just had them cutting their casts. The, our, our compromise was, no, they'll be fine. We'll just have them cut their casts off in the first scene and then I think we have Frank wearing in a, a boot. boot and that's it yeah that's that, all that's mentioned but the boot is great the boot, no, great. Right. We had the to boot do... adds so much to that episode if yeah. we weren't establishing Frank as a character and slowly integrating him into the bar we would have just showed up in the next episode with nothing yeah yeah what are you thinking about Rob your eyes just went up to the <laughs> yeah, ceiling yeah you drifted up to the you drifted you were looking up to the ceiling which always tells me that you're 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 you know, you're thinking about you had a something. joyful memory. About I, I, I was just thinking about how much fun uh, shooting that episode was. I remember being outside 
Mm-hmm. We didn't do a lot of night work in season one, did we? I can't even remember, but uh, I remember like feeling like we were finding our stride and it wasn't as much like fighting. I remember the first season, not, not fighting, but like we were creatively collaborating and trying to find the show. So the first mm-hmm. season was really tough. And I feel like the second season was got a lot easier. And so like at night, when we were outside shooting that scene where we were throwing the toilet paper, mm-hmm. I, I just remember that being really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Well, it was also it's it's also yeah, it was like I during the those during those days I don't know if we I don't think we did it that night or maybe we did. I don't know. We used to we used to, you know, start nipping at some alcohol yeah. when we were I shooting. I think a night, night shoots a lot of fun if you're not going if you're not seeing the sunrise. It, it starts getting unfun oh, yeah. once you get past midnight. But if you know, once it gets dark, it's like uh... especially if you're in your mid to late 20s. Have you guys ever um toilet papered somebody? Like their house? Yeah, or ha- or been toilet papered? Yes. Uh, trees for sure. Yeah, trees. I mean, yeah. I don't know about houses. Yeah, tree, trees. Tough to get it over a house. The day before it? Halloween used to be mm-hmm. like a go destroy your neighborhood day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys that have right? that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. we're about to all the kids are going to get some candy, but before that happens, let's, let's make, destroy our neighborhood. Let's make them feel as though yeah. society is holding on by a tenuous thread here. We used to do um, a fun trick where we pull stop signs out. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good, right? That is good. Yeah, wow. that was a good trick. Fun trick. Uh, boy. There was, I know. Just the, the kind of thing I think about now, and I'm like, what in the hell? I can remember I one specific Halloween where there was word that one of the kids in the neighborhood was going around with bags of shit and throwing them at you. So, <laughs> so we were out causing trouble, but being like, man, I hope I don't run into that, dude. <laughs> The bags of shit guy. Yeah, and the and throwing bags of poop comes back in, uh, yeah. in this episode. We used to also do these this thing where we would uh, we would drive by a mailbox and somebody would hang out the passenger side with a baseball bat and just smash mailboxes. I wonder if anyone's ever like yeah. No, oh, yeah. taking that swing and then their arms just flew off. Like the mailbox. <laughs> right, right, right. They, like, they, the mailbox know, like, won? Yeah, like some guy's like, guess what, motherfucker? I'm going to reinforce this mailbox. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, I'm sure it has like, happened. Or put some, some type of explosive in there. So that's the oh, whole yeah. oh, that'll do wow. it. That'll do it. Take That'd the whole exciting. car out. We, we accidentally, uh, me and some friends, uh, decided to uh, light a fire in somebody's front lawn. And uh, ended up lighting their oh, entire in, front in, lawn in Alabama. Hilarious. In Alabama. Well, you know, okay. where you, <laughs> let's let's dig into that a little bit, yeah, shall let's, we? Let's avoid that one. You're actually. just trying Ooh. to have fun. You know what oh, I mean? You're yeah, just yeah, you're yeah. just gonna have fun. Long history of that kind of fun in Alabama. Yeah. No, no, no. Hang on a second. There was nothing like that. It was <laughs> oh, we were. You we, just what were you burning? You just, what were you burning? Yeah. We were just anything, anything oh. we could get our hands on. Sure. Okay. Two Not pieces of wood. Two pieces of wood was what we were thinking. Yeah. Oh, that's what you guys were thinking. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting stereotype. You guys want to talk about um how uh you're stereotyping alabama you guys want to talk about that for the our you, fans in alabama well, you were telling the story about how you were burning things on people's lawns no no, no i didn't say i said burning their lawn i said burning their lawn i said burning their lawn it wasn't a- hey man i just burned their lawn okay yeah yeah it was a white a white people's house by the way <laughs> okay. okay in case you're wondering <laughs> Hey, I have a question yeah. for you. <clears throat> By this point, were we still shoot? We were still shooting in the Barclay Hotel, right? For yeah, Charlie's. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, have we talked about the Barclay Hotel? No. Okay. So, the Barclay Hotel is this is this downtown hotel, which probably when it was built in 1925 was the Cat's Meow. 
right? Like that's the place where everybody wanted to stay. The movie stars and whatnot. This is where all the hep cats. I'm irritated by the fact that you said the cats meow. It I just, like it. It just I like all that. the hep just, cats. Yeah, all the hep cats. It didn't feel right. Wanted to wanted, wanted to get down at the at the Barclay Hotel. Yeah, yeah. and then sometime probably in the in their zoot mid, suits mid sixties to seventies, uh-huh. that turned into a well, you can live here if you want. I'm, I'm guessing it was around that era. Again, I actually believe it was Charlie Parker, famous jazz saxophonist. I, I think that was his spot. That was oh, where really? he, that yeah. was where he. Yeah, went. yeah. He would stay there when he was in town. Oh, um, now he was also famous for music. And <laughs> I don't think I was believe he doing excessive excessive amounts of drugs. Right? Uh, I don't wow. know that. I'm could, just I don't know that about Maybe Charlie Parker. I'm stereotyping you jazz musicians. You could be musicians. stereotyping again. Okay, man. fair yeah. enough. Now yeah. we're getting to. Now we're digging deep. We're digging might deep. be thinking of the guy. Who's the guy that Ethan Hawke played in that movie? He's, Miles Davis. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> he was into the heroin for sure. Was he? Miles? Yeah. Miles, big time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, the Barclay Hotel uh, eventually became the kind of place where you could live. And or just by uh, a few nights or by a few hours, right. I believe. It still exists uh, down there. It's the kind of place. Is that where they found uh, a body in the water? Well, in the in no, the water tank. No, that's a different hotel. One. But, but it's, this, yeah. Excuse me, they found a body in the water. Oh, you don't know about this? In the drinking water. Oh, uh, yeah. this is spooky shit. So they have like images of this woman going up to the seventh floor and she's acting very strange down to the first up to the seventh mm-hmm. down to the first and then and then that night they find her body in the drinking water well no sorry it's so much more sinister oh yeah 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 yeah. it's people worse people yeah. are one it starts before that where people are like <laughs> why is this water taste weird oh god yeah. they were drinking her it smells her. bad and it tastes weird oh, and it's like a really... different color yeah. and then they went up well, in there and they were when like when you say the drinking water you're implying that that was not also the shower water uh, and yes, the bath all of water. that water yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, all okay, of the, yeah. same, okay. the same water any okay. tap water in one of these seedy hotels is okay. yeah. already it's, suspect yeah, but, that's right and they yeah. went up there and they found a, bo- a body in there mm-hmm, that had mm-hmm. been decomposing for a few the woman had been going up and down and up and down and then they have all the security footage of like weird shit very creepy well wait a minute what is I can't I'm, and I'm then there are people the... that go and try to recreate the steps to see. Well, but but, see but are you die. saying she put herself yeah. in the? No, of course not. Why was you... she going up and down? Did, was she going up and down and so so much that somebody got irritated and and killed it's her and put her in the water tank? Well, she could have been trying to avoid. She's up. Some... She's down. She's up and she's down. She's driving me crazy. And then they somebody just like murdered her and was like, I'm putting her in the water, basically. And I think you just made yourself suspect. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just saying it <laughs> would ang- it would you? anger me as well. In 1930, there was also a suggestion that it was she was mentally ill and that maybe she committed suicide. It's very, it's yeah, all very strange. But then strange. it was like, how do you, you can't get in the tank? How anyway. do you get into a fucking water tank? You I don't. That's the thing. Well, no, no, but, but how? Like, if I want, if I was like, you know what, I'm going to hop into my water tank at my house. How would I do that? No, at you the, don't have apparently one. Apparently, you could at the Cecil Hotel. No, one of those big ones on the roof that looks, oh, that looks like yes. a little. Yeah, yeah, it's on the roof of the thing. It looks like a little house. Like the, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. It's All right. great for stashing a body that you want people to then later drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the, that is the thing. There was a guy who was like, "I want people to drink her." Like you know what I mean? Like I don't want to just kill her. I want people to drink her. 
It was so psycho. Yeah, it was that person. Oh, okay. anyways. Yeah, anyways. We'll, we'll cut. We'll cut. Anyway, there had to be like a really ghoulish guy there. You were just like, I know it was him. I just can't prove it. Look at him. Look at him. He wants you me to drink people. I can. It. You can see it in his eyes. I can see it in his eyes. He wants me to drink people. I'm just saying, drink some people. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, but anyway, the Cecil Hotel and the Barclay Hotel are very similar. Yeah, very C- similar. C- like, C- if C- you drink. found out that you were drinking people at the Barclay Hotel, would you be surprised? No, no. <laughs> not in the slightest bit. Not no. in the slightest. And bit. that is where we found Charlie's apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah made yeah. perfect sense for them. And yeah. we essentially, yes, we brought in at the time we brought in um, furniture and things like that and, and set design. But I don't think we changed anything else. We didn't change the molding, the floor, no. the rugs. No. The, yeah, were the walls maybe even painted that color? Yes, I think they, they, were. Were. they were. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. 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 we didn't have enough that money to go. Strange blue. Either. Wow. So that room still exists. I wonder if it looks the same. Because we started building the set uh-huh. a few years after it's that. It's probably like people are paying like $2,000 a night to stay there. <laughs> like, who oh, knows? Right. Downtown is so different now. It's crazy. Oh, right. Yeah, but yeah, not, yeah. not like well, that. Not that street. Not that area. Yeah, that's still tough I think that's there. still... Yeah. Dan Adius directed all 10 episodes of this season. A uh, wonderful director. Mostly known for drama. Almost mm-hmm. exclusively known for drama, which we uh, preferred because we didn't like it when directors tried to make things funny. We found it made it less funny. So we just wanted somebody who could shoot a story really, really well. And Dan Addis was extremely talented. And we needed somebody who could pull off essentially shooting all 10 scripts as if it was one big script because we only had Danny DeVito for 20 days. Yep. And then it ended up being, what, 25 days? No, I think he gave us <clears throat> way more than 30. That. I think, yeah, I think I think after the first like, right. three days, he was like, oh, these guys are fun. And, and this is, it. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. originally, I think he gave us, he was like, you got me for 20 days. And we're like, holy shit. We had to shoot I think, all yeah, of I think Danny's. originally it was 15 days. It was, it? was we 15. Were like it was 15 weeks. days, Jesus. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had to, so we had to front load all the Danny scenes we shot uh, pretty much first with a couple of exceptions. I think we threw in some things for locations and stuff like that. Because do you guys remember... Do you remember the first scene we shot of the whole season? Season two? Season two, sorry, yes. No. No. If I am not mistaken, it was the scene uh, that we have that uh, where we're sitting in front of the lawyer uh, played by Ravi Patel. Oh, yeah. yeah. That could be right. I yeah. believe that was the very first scene we shot of the season. And one of the things I know, this is just pure, it's pure vanity. I decided to get a haircut before uh, we shot that season, and my guy just cut my hair way too short, and I hated it so much. And so I remember bad, and then that you're locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in, and I and I just remember that being the very first scene and trying to figure out how to ha- make my hair bigger. <laughs> Your hair was small. It was I was so wondering small. what you were wearing. I noticed that I was like I had, oh, a, I had a bracelet on in that scene. Did you have a bracelet? Yeah, on? yeah, just like a little like a like black string. This, this was the first time I noticed, too, uh, and I don't know if I did this in the first episode of season two, but certainly in the second episode, I did notice this, that I had on blue um, dickies and black boots, which uh, I then uh, proceeded to wear good. and continue to wear uh, for the next 15 seasons, 14 seasons. Yeah. So I think Are you going to try to keep your, I, like, I'm probably going to keep my army jacket and, and, uh, and sneakers that I've worn through the whole thing. What do you mean to keep them? No, they were mine when we started the show, and they were oh, oh, mine oh, yeah. when we finished. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Dickies. I I just actually I brought a, a few pairs of Dickies back in today to give back to wardrobe because I don't think I'll be wearing those consistently. But I mean, maybe one day they'll go up in the Smithsonian. What do you think, Glenn? 
Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. no Everything about, about this show has been celebrated widely by uh, mm-hmm. great institutions such mm-hmm. as the Smithsonian. So um, that would be consistent with that. Yeah, okay. I think so. Absolutely, I think that's going to happen. Um, let's talk about my buddy Ravi Patel. Yeah, quite. Good. I quite enjoyed him in that scene. He's great in the scene. He's great. I love that guy. Uh, he and I did a short film together after season one of the show, and that's how I got to know Ravi. And uh, then we cast him on the show because he's great. Um, and Ravi and I are still very good friends. Uh, I love that guy. I miss him. He moved to Nashville. Um, he's still in the biz. He just decided to get the hell out of Los Angeles and move, to, move his family to Nashville. So I'm kind of missing that guy. But uh, yeah, Ravi was great in that. And uh, he also has... By- I'm going to do a plug. I'm going to do a plug for his HBO show. He did a show... They only did four Sorry, episodes. Uh, really quick, are they paying me anything? No. Okay. Uh, so, Rob. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a plug for Rubby's show. I'm going to do a plug for Rubby's show. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting anything out of it. Yeah, that's okay. You don't have to. Okay. It's called Rubby Patel's <laughs> Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> and it's great. It's for Robbie. Robbie's Pursuit Yes. Robbie's. Robbie's. What is it? What is it called? <laughs> I, I, believe, I believe his name is pronounced Ravi. No, 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 no. The show. Ravi Patel's, Patel's pursued... Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> okay. Idiot. This is just like the show where we talk over each other. Yeah, oh, yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember getting in an argument with Mr. Dan Adius about that Ann Archer scene where she oh. comes in. Do you recall this? What were you arguing about? What was your Well, argument? you know, the director traditionally directs the episode and then gets his cut of the episode. And then, oh, yeah. and then the writers and, and producers come yeah, in and yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. And we had quite... An I, argument I do remember that about that specific scene where he where in we, editing, yes, yes, okay. where we we had cut it significantly down because uh, we felt it just worked best in the form that you see it today, right? But uh, and Dan had felt as though we had really like butchered, butchered the scene, butchered yeah. the scene, uh-huh. and voiced it, which and, is his and voiced it, fair. which is his right. But then there, we, then we were like, great, thank you very much, and we're gonna air it like this. And then he pushed back. Yeah. So and for then the, he pushed back on that. For and the then, folks at home uh, that maybe don't know this, um, you know, in in films, uh, the director has uh, you know much more um, the final agency. Say. Except for well, well if some, he's got final cut. Some she. some directors get final cut, but usually there's big there's a big P producer that comes in and he gets final cut. He or, or she? she. No, no. She. Usually it's um, the but, studio or 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 you know. Not yeah. like it's uh, you yeah. know it's yeah. Walt Disney or right. whatever it is. Right, they get the final cut, but uh, but the director is, is the big man on campus or woman or they or them. <laughs> oh my God, on a film, Jesus Christ, uh, human, the big human on campus well, uh, is well, the director. Well, 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 they well, may well, not well, they well, may well. not identify as human. It's the big entity. I, maybe this is a boring part of the podcast, or maybe this is something people find interesting. But it, even though it seems like it's a lot of fun to make the show, and it is. And it seems like we're laughing and having a good time all the time. We're constantly fighting with each other, like constantly. But but I use the word fighting. I mean disagreeing with each other. We're not uh-huh. yeah, once we realize I, that our egos are getting involved, which they have, which they do from time to time, then we have to check that. But it is a constant negotiation. Yeah, it's negotiating with each other. It's yeah. I wouldn't say that it's fighting because that 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 implies that we're just having major disagreements of personality. And that's never happening. That's maybe if it's happening once a season, we're having a sit down, the three of us sit down and say, hey, I have an issue with this, that, or the other thing. And, and it usually happens in the writing process and it usually, you know, gets settled in an hour discussion and then we move on. But on set, it's 
it's all a creative discussion. Totally. You know, totally. We're not, nobody's ever yelling at each other. But I guess the point is that we're always navigating strong opinions yeah. and 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 we're constantly compromising and working with with one another because we respect each other but that doesn't mean we roll over right so everybody feels strongly about but to your point that you just you were just saying Charlie there's usually at least one big blow up every year that we have to like like go our separate ways and then for an, a day or so and then come back and then have a conversation or like I got to shoot you guys like a text and be like I'm sorry <laughs> I fucked up you know like but like but this year I don't think we had that. No, no, not yet. No, we did. We did. We did. We did. We were. Uh, it was something early in the writing, where we sat down and we hashed out. It was sort of the same frustration oh. we usually get in the writing. And process. then we were saying we should do this on the podcast. What was that? It was. It was. The gist of it was you were getting frustrated. Me, Rob. Yeah, yeah, you, you, Rob, were getting frustrated. That, that, that checks. That checks. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks definitely. Because you, you had a story thing you liked, and Glenn and I were. Oh, I know what it was. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Do oh, not, did you, oh, I, oh, I didn't want to interrupt. Just cut no, him I, off. I, I, I don't just, know. I, he just cut you off. No, dude. he said. Dude, <laughs> do you see that? He just cut you off. Don't deflect. He's deflecting. Don't let him deflect. You just jump right on top. No, we were mad at him. We were mad at him. Don't deflect. Doesn't he always do this? No, no. But it was, it was that we couldn't get, we couldn't get. You wanted to just get something done. It was frustrating for you to sort of have to slow down because we were like, no, this isn't good enough. And and it was exhausting because you were like, in my mind, I know it works. I remember what it was. I did do too. You it oh, was you in the, oh, okay, in the, cas the castle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we had a we have a, a sequence in a castle. Don't uh, give it away. Okay. Yeah. Don't they, give it away. Well, well, okay. All right. All right. Without, without the specific. We have a sequence in a castle that, that turns bad. Yeah. And uh, Rob had a very specific idea of how that should be executed. And to be fair to him, that was the ex that was the idea that we I think had in the break, right? So mm -hmm. that was in the break. That was in the story break uh, that came out of the writers' room and the outline and all that. And um, it was executed that way. And when Charlie and I read it, we just we were like, it's it felt uh, to uh, it felt to us as though it was derivative, right? Or something we'd done. It was something what? that we'd seen before, or something we'd done before in our in our minds, and in your minds, it was like, no, this is different enough, or it's different, maybe totally. You can you can attest to your own point of view on this, but you were like, I know this works. Why are we creating extra work for ourselves? Why are we fixing something that I know works? Mm -hmm. No, but the argument came out of you wanting to say, all right, fine, then you guys just do it. I, I don't, and we and us saying, no, no, no. I know it's exhausting, but we don't want you to just say, all right, fuck it, you guys do it. Right. We want to have the argument because we know we'll get to the best place. And the the justifiable frustration of 15 years of that you know of that is exhausting but that's sort of a recurring theme which is that to pull to pull this off the way that we do it's an it's an exhausting process yeah there's a lot of push and pull and we're constantly trying to figure out how to streamline and take that stuff out so to make the process easier so that we can have so theoretically so that we can have more fun um, and we don't always totally disagree on wh on where that line is. Like I, I would say that Rob, you tend towards let's just make things easier for ourselves. Not that you're not c concerned about quality, you are. But one thing you've brought up before is that sometimes those big blowout arguments or those big fights, those things that that like take a lot of energy and time 
to discuss, well, maybe when all is said and done, make the show 1%, 2% better. And in your mind, you're like, that's not worth it because I've got, I've got a life and I've got sanity and, and I'm, I'm 44 and I've got my blood pressure to worry about, you know, like, you know, and, and that's, and that's fair. And sometimes, and I tend to come down on the side of, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I would rather have those arguments and potentially make the show 10% better. And then maybe be okay with it if it only makes it two percent. Yeah, where I, where we're always negotiating, or where I'm negotiating it in my mind is when I feel like we're making it one to two percent different. Yes, that and is true. Because better is in the eye <clears throat> of the subjective holder. Yes. Well, better is in the eye of, of the two against one. Of the two against one. That's, That's what we've the, always agreed to. Yeah. So we've always rule. agreed to, and it is a fantastic process creatively. And I will say, on things where I've not had it, I have sorely missed it. But yeah, that, other than that, I don't think we had any... I feel like that argument was... We're also <clears throat> so used to it now that we probably don't even notice it when we as many times as we have those things. That was the shape of argument that we had for like three, four years. But <clears throat> I don't remember older ones, what they were about. Do you guys? Oh, God. Older was... argument, like big blo- like arguments about stuff? Yeah, I don't really remember any of them, really. I don't feel like we had that many of them. We did. Really? Yeah. Oh, we've had so many. So many, so many. What about? They were less of, they were, we, were, we weren't as capable of communicating, I, I think. So we would just get pissed off and walk away. But I can't remember. When we were either. younger and more insecure and maybe felt that we had something to prove to the other person if they felt like, you know, there was a, it was almost like, I mean, almost like a, this person thinks he's smarter than me. You know what I mean? And I have to prove that I'm just as smart and creative as, as the other person. You know what I mean? Almost like there was this the thing of like, not competitive, but, you know, when you dig your heels in on something because you, you feel like it, it, it's, it, it's when your ego slips into it. And, and we've gotten much better about recognizing mm. when I'm fighting for something that I want because my ego can't let it go versus I really genuinely think that creatively this is the best decision. We've gotten a lot better at at figuring out when it's our egos instead of the when it when it's not a creative discussion anymore. It's it's just a digging my heels in because my ego is hurt. Hmm. Um, and that that's something honestly that's something that I think that has served me in my real life too. Um, through doing that so many times and putting myself putting our being in uncomfortable arguments with people that I don't because I don't like confrontation. Um, and, but but uh, getting comfortable with being in those confrontations um, has made me able to face that kind of stuff in my personal relationships too. It's been it, therapeutic for me. I don't feel I I don't recall ever feeling like that from either of you guys, and always feeling like it was about a sense of what is the best version of this TV show, and digging in, in on that, but never ever really feeling like. It was like an ego thing, but always like strong opinions about like, well, what's going to make this work or not work, which I think is great. Yeah. Well, you know, different strokes for different, different interpretations for different. I'll have to go through and make a, a list of all the things that we've used to fight about. I mean, different interpretations for different beings, mm. you know, doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? What does something have to be? Mm, right. That's, that's, uh. That's, uh, but can you guys, I can't, I truly can't remember what any of the arguments are about. Can you actually remember those? I mean, I can remember this season because it was only a couple months ago. It's usually like, about you not being able to remember stuff. <laughs> I 
Well, okay, let's talk, how about this? Let's talk about, let's talk about, um, this is the first time we ever sang uh, a song. Oh, we, yeah. We came up with the idea of like, we thought it was very funny, the idea of, uh, now, you that know. that wasn't scripted, right? That was us like sitting no, there at the end of the episode. No, that was not scripted. That was not scripted. We're just sitting here at the bar what's waiting the most... for Frank to come in. We should do something. Yes, well, we, and, and the thought was, what's the most <laughs> nonchalant follow-up to having blown up a building next yeah, door. that's a good bit. And possibly being, you know, because the, the, you expect it to come into the next scene and be like, what are we going to do, guys? We, we got to make sure that we don't, there's no fingerprints. We got to make sure, you know, mm-hmm. like how do we cover our asses here? We're going to we're gonna be in big trouble, but no. We're, <laughs> we're in the bar yeah. working out the harmonies to the extreme song, More Than Words. Yeah. And it, I, I thought that was very funny cut. at the time. I'd forgotten it watching it. and uh, Yeah, me too. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. I thought it sounded pretty good too. Yeah, we did sound pretty good. We I left right. this episode. Not bad, not if, bad. if if I'm thinking about the first episode, uh, where uh, of season one, where my thought after watching it was, hmm, I wonder why people liked the show or started to watch this show. I watched this episode and I was like, I wonder why more people didn't love this show. Why why weren't people watching this show? Because it's good. I think. I, I do. I, I've always said this. I, I really do think that the look of the show is a bit of a turnoff for yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. The I name, so the too. title, the title, title is tough. The, the title, title is tough. But also, like, I, I think our sense of humor is very specific, and sometimes it takes people a second to go, "Oh, okay." I like. I still think there are some people who just don't get that the joke, what the joke is. Like, I mean, right. I, I've often talked about how um, I had to watch um, the kids in the hall three or four times. Before I, before I, it finally, I was, so I would watch that show and I'd be like, this is so stupid. This is so fucking dumb. I don't get it. Uh, you know, even as a kid, I was like, this is so juvenile and dumb. Like the jokes are just dumb. And then like the fourth or fifth time something clicked. I don't remember what sketch I was watching. Something clicked where I was like, oh, it's dumb on purpose. They're, they're smart making a show about, they're making a show doing sketches about dumb people. <clears throat> and then it became funny to me. A lot of my favorite things to watch, you know, movies or whatever, are things that get better, much significantly better on your second or third watch. Right. People often, that was why The Big Lebowski wasn't a big hit uh, right off totally. the bat. Because That's a great example. Because some people had to see that movie yeah, like two more, or three the times. The more you watch it, the more you get out of it. Yeah. And what a, you know, what a terrible business model that is to like make something that you're like, well, the next time you watch it is going to be better. But, the all, you know, lots of very popular movies I could never sit through again. Well, also, but and I, I, all, all the great ones, in my opinion, like on your first mo- viewing, you're like, huh. But it's not like we, it again. it's not like anyone, I don't think anyone consciously goes, nobody's going to get this the first time around. But no, the no, second time not. around, of you know what not. I mean? Nobody consciously. Yeah, yeah. No, you're just layering things in that are subtle and then. Right. And, and hopefully doing something to, but. I mean, I think anytime. And by so, the way, a lot of people probably watch those movies and totally get them the first time. Around. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it could, it's probably just a statement. But on, it's, on it's just, I, I find it to be the same thing with music too, where um, I'll listen to an album from a band that I like, and you know, there's, there'll be like one or two songs on there. And I'm like, eh, I'm just not into that song, but I force myself to keep listening to it as I listen to the whole album through, from beginning to end. And oftentimes, those songs that that were not very good to me at first become my favorite songs, and the ones that I listen to the most. Because they, they, I don't, I don't know what that is. It's like when something's really catchy right off at the offset, it's like it gets old faster, you know. But when something takes a little bit more like time and work to kind of sort of like suss out what makes it special, sometimes sometimes that has more staying power. I don't know. Mm-hmm. In my in my experience, 
And you, I, I also find if you use music as an example, like whenever you talk to those like musicians, whether they're like Kings of Leon, like huge ma- or Imagine Dragons, and I'll ask them like when like they're writing in the music, they don't think of themselves as big pop stars or big rock stars, nor do they think of themselves as like niche. They're just like, I'm making what I make. I don't know. And it just seems to like, and I feel like that's kind of, I feel like I don't think of ourselves as niche, even though we are. I'm just writing what I think is funny. So I think everybody is going to think it's funny, but they don't. It, it, there is some truth to that in terms of you're making something that plays by its own set of rules and those rules are completely intangible and you're looking at it and you're either saying, ah, this isn't following the rules or this isn't adding up to, you know, what it's supposed to add up to. But there's no like pie chart of like, this is what an episode is. This is what a story is. It's just something like you've internalized, I guess, from watching other things. And it either feels like the thing or it doesn't. And when it doesn't, you well, you can't really point a finger at anyone or anything. You're just killing yourself. You're like, ah, why doesn't this compute? I mean, it's this is why it, I, I, I'm I'm a bit like I'm I'm always I I overuse the word authentic because it's it really is true for me that um, I don't like it when I feel like a musician or a show or a movie is doing it for me. I want the musician or the uh, the band or the the show. I want it to be that they are doing something that they love and they almost don't give a shit if anybody else likes it. I want to feel like they could care fucking less if I like it. There's a weird middle ground in there where it's like you can, you truly can make a movie or an album for no one. And then you listen to it and you'll be like, right, this is for no one. Well, no, (laughs) I'm not, no, 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 but that's, that's, yes. And, and there, and that does exist. I mean, you know, uh, certainly where somebody makes something that's purely for themselves and it's absolute trash because it literally is only something that person could enjoy. Yeah. But I, but, but I think what I'm, what I'm referring to is when you feel like a band, they just write the best, the, the coolest shit that they can come up with that, that 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 really means something to them and is like fucking awesome for them and, you know, then can't understand why nobody else likes it. And then there's a few niche people who do. Or in the example of Imagine Dragons or Kings of Leon, where they're just writing song, They're like, I don't know. This is like this. We think this fucking kicks ass. And then and they put it out into the world and the world agrees they're like this does kick ass this is great and that's where you know you 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 get extraordinarily lucky because you've done something authentic to yourself and then it's uh it's ironically something that makes you uh very successful and i mean in our in our case we made a show we were always making a show that well i was just trying to do something that i thought was funny that i thought was funny that and that i thought and i enjoyed making you guys laugh and that's all and i was like i'm gonna let that just be the barometer right if it's making us laugh Fuck it. That's what we'll do. You know what I mean? And we did that from the beginning. And I think most of it was because we were, at least for me, I was fairly convinced that that uh, it probably wasn't going to catch on and that it wasn't going to work. So I was like, so I want to go out doing something that I'm proud of. And then it did work. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Sort of worked. Yeah. <clears throat> well, guys, this has been fun. It's been fun, but it hasn't been funny. Um, Maybe it doesn't always need to be funny. Were you laughing? I was laughing earlier. Here's what we're going to do now. Now we're going to go and we're going to sit and we're going to look at an episode. And we're going to sit the three of us Mm -hmm. and we're going to look at an episode. Mm -hmm. When you say look at an episode, we're going to edit. We're going to edit. We're going to get in the editing room. This is our first day in the editing room of season 15. Yep. Um, We've watched a little bit. We've already given... Charlie and I have given notes on a few cuts yeah you know? they didn't ask me they didn't ask me to come no it's do always that. good to have fresh eyes <clears throat> yeah always good to keep fresh eyes yeah okay sure I'll, you let's think go we're gonna that. let's go with that well we can maybe even 
lock one today. We'll see. I don't you know. know. Maybe. Can, I don't, like, don't want to uh, put any pressure on Put the one to bed here. You know? Well, we just put everybody else to bed, so why don't we put one of the episodes <laughs> All to bed? All right, Glenn! Yeah. All right! All right, Glenn! <laughs>